Hello, welcome to the Fiendful Podcast, the podcast where three friends with their jeans being professional footballers dash to waste children when one at birth was confined to wheelchair and the other two discover food have their say on the Premier League. Boy, it's back again. I don't know. I don't know how to, to, to start these anymore, man. I just say it's back again. You said last week that the, the intro was sick. And you've you thrown me, man. You've thrown me. This this show is different. It is different, <laughs> isn't it? We're sharing a microphone because it's a packed podcast. There you go. That's um, how we started. Yeah, no, because you should just do one take. It's all good, so. No, it was, the take was. Oh Jesus Christ! The take was good. Yeah. I'm saying like the the lead on. Oh, I, I usually flow. I'm I'm, I'm struggling just, for words, man. For now, should we just introduce the, the introduce so packed podcast, guys? Basil joins us. Hey guys, I'm back again. Once back again. again. Unfortunately, he's after an Arsenal defeat. Would have liked to come on better terms, <laughs> but hey. <laughs> have you always come on after an Arsenal defeat? I think, I think so, you know. <laughs> I think he has. Oh, my God. And AT joins us. Yo, what's up, guys? First time here, unfortunately, after an Arsenal defeat. <laughs> three Arsenal guys in the podcast. It's beautiful. You usually have three Man United fans, and that's, it's, it's changed now. You feel you feel by yourself? I, don't, I, I, I got, I got no, pain no, over your shirt, I'm, by the way. I'm sorry. Joke, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not by myself doing it because we all took else. <laughs> so, all, all in a sinking boat together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, my days. All right, who would you want to start first? If, you, if we're all going to be miserable, might as well start. Chelsea Arsenal, yeah. Might as well then. Yeah. Chelsea, three Arsenal, two. Just an awful, awful defensive display by both both teams. Morata, yes, Morata scored. Um... Who else? Mick, 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 uh, not Michael Antonio. Mark, Marcus Alonso. Marcus Alonso. That's Michael Antonio. Where did I get him from? It's West Ham. West Ham. Yeah. Um, who else scored for Chelsea? Pedro. Pedro and Pedro. Pedro, Pedro scored yeah. first. Yeah. And then Mkhitaryan after his like 16th shot. And uh, Iwobi. Iwobi after, well, I don't know, two, <laughs> two, whatever. <laughs> they were rubbish. Simple as, man. Let's go. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll start with the state of the defending. There you go. Um, I I'll say at, at this big level of football that you're playing at, if a team can play one pass from right back to striker and pretty much leave your defence in a one-on-one situation, and I, I don't know what Mustafi has learned in defending in general. Nothing. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I struggle to find the words to describe how pathetic the defending was. Because let's, 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 I don't know. Mustafi was a World Cup winning right back. So somehow he's taken that form and that, that class. He was class. He was very good in, uh, during that World Cup. Was, it, was he not dropped after like, the second game? I no, he, even played, he played everyone. I can't remember. Are you sure? I'm pretty, think, I'm pretty sure he was dropped after the game. Because I think at the start they didn't have all of the defenders at the start. And then I think um, when someone came back in, he was dropped, I believe. Ooh. Oh no no that's wrong. I mean correct. It was Mertesacker that was dropped off. Yeah, yeah. Mertesacker was dropped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's Arsenal. still he's still a world with Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. looks like he's there anyway. But Socrates looks like he's a uh, Mertesacker incarnate. That's the true way he is. He is. Another tall slow defender. I think he's more tight as Bramble. I think he's that bad. Damn. Wow. Wow. Did you not see the Murata goal where he was even strolling like usually a defender will usually like bust a gut to cover. The defender when they see they're in danger. He was strolling like I was having a midnight stroll in um, West Ham Park or something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on that, actually, because the first goal as well. But even him, yeah. He yeah. just let the run out. He let the run, run go. And then it was just a simple pass to Pedro again mm. by himself in the box. This is what I'm talking about. 
honestly, it's you like, should not be able to score a FIFA 19 goal. That's what I was saying. It was a FIFA goal. In an actual football match. That, it it shouldn't be possible. Because, because as much as I want to praise good attacking football in these days, it's hard to when the defending is... Atrocious. That's the correct word. <laughs> that's literally... Because honestly... It's atrocious. Whether it's this game, whether it's Brighton versus May United, whether it's City versus Huddersfield, um, Everton versus Southampton, which is another one where, <laughs> honestly, if I talk about Danny Ings gone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleed out my nose or something. Honestly, just the state of the defending in the Premier League in general has been poor. Best league in the world, though. Yeah, but, and that's what hurts 100%. me. That's what hurts me because they obviously the marketing for the Premier League mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the issue they like they like to talk about the attacking qualities, free flowing. But when you look at the majority of the goals, it's due to bad defending. Yes. Whereas if you look in other countries, Spain, Germany, most of the goals is great build up. Mm-hmm. It's worked well. Yes, you can pick points as to where things could have been. Um, attacking play could have been stopped but at the same time you, you appreciate the, the build-up play which has been well worked in the premier league most of it comes from dodgy defending yeah mm-hmm. yeah so who has the best defense now in the premier league it's still tottenham yeah. because alderweire and vertonghen actually know how to defend yeah yeah, yeah. no there's no ian no. about it they know how compared, to defend compared to everyone I mean, else yeah i mean look, 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 look. so so chelsea had when conte won the league yeah louise learned how to defend because at PSG, he was next to Thiago Silva and he also learned how to defend there. He came, and then last season, he started He started from August to October, got dropped for the rest of the season, comes back, and the guy's forgotten how to defend all over again. Honestly, give him a break. He, he was dropped for like a I year. I don't care. He was dropped for a year. It's, no, but it's the basics that you're lacking. Wasn't he also like positioning? completely split from the Chelsea side as well? Because he was completely ostracised by Yeah, yeah, uh, they tried to, yeah, you had to put him in... So he, he wasn't exactly training with, with elite players. No, but, but if you, no, but it's not about training. By I'm not trying to defend Davide. Oh, so the same with Vardar. Vardar, however you pronounce his name, Tony from... Um, Toby from Tottenham. Oh, the Vero, yeah. Oh, the Vero, Even he was dropped for a few months. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know what was going on with him in Spurs and the contract situation. He was dropped for a while, but he's back in the team and he looked he looked. Yeah, decent. but he's faced Newcastle and two else. Who's the first? Brother! No, 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 listen. listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Let, let, let me tell you why I get pissed. I'll go on today. I'm going to talk about Everton and Southampton's game for one second. Right? All right, guys. Now, if you are defending a corner, you have, you have eight players in your box with your goalkeeper defending. Mm. And for some reason, they're doing this whole line defending like England was doing the attacking corners mm. and set pieces and all that. You've got line defenders and you have one player playing Danny Ings on side, so far on side that Danny Ings can stand next to the goalkeeper in the six-yard box and there's no one else around him. How can I praise the goal? Because people are like, oh, it's a great header and he's going to the right positioning. <laughs> no! <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed to do that in the first place. Yeah. You, you, you see what I'm saying? And in this game... Forget about Arsenal for a second. Chelsea's defending. Chelsea, Arsenal created the same chance five times all in 30 the, minutes. All on the wings. It was all crazy. The, all on <laughs> the, the wings. All on the wings. Gendouzi creates a great pass to Bellerin. Again, why is he able to make that pass? Wing, wing, wing. Do you know, I, feel, I, feel, right I, feel like, I feel like the first the first pass to Bellerin where Aubameyang should have scored but misses like mm. wildly. I think that was a great pass. That's that was that a great pass. No, that's fantastic pass. Gendouzi, that pass. That's a fantastic pass. That completely took everybody out the game. That was, that's the only acceptable one. But that's number one. No, they should have learned from that. That was actually number two. But let me tell you now. number two. Yeah, because there was the one where... Ozil hit a cross goal. Oh yeah, Ozil. Okay. Everyone yeah, got on the, on the, on the left. This is what I'm and talking then they about. And they went back to do it on the right, and then Aubameyang skies it. Then they do it again. Mickey skies it. it. 
literally just kept doing it. Oh, it was, it was the it. same. But it was the same. Here's one thing that you notice, right? So obviously, Jorginho's playing the position Kante would have played. Now, in that space, I watched a lot of Arsenal make runs and none of the midfielders track any of those players. Right. And not to because Jorginho, he's one to more or less start the play. He's not one to really track or pick up players. Mm-hmm. I watched that and I thought, well, if Kante's in that position, he eats up those, those um, chances, either by tracking the runner or placing himself in a place to just intercept the ball. Okay. And I think that's where Chelsea, in certain games, it may go against them. <clears throat> because at least with Kante, he had that protection. With Jorginho, you don't have... Off the ball, you don't have that protection. So I think... Against the against the smaller teams, they'll be fine because they look like they're going to dominate possession. Yeah. Mm. Against the bigger teams, if they continue to play that system, it may go against them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about the goals. So, like we said, Pedro, A and B, simple. Mustafi just just left him to to run. Yeah. He slots in. Czech maybe should have saved it. Then I think even forget. Sorry, Bellerin, Bellerin disturbed my spirit. I'm like, how does a ball? How does a long ball like that mm. go across? I know Mkhitaryan didn't offer him much protection, but Mkhitaryan as a, hasn't offered him much protection. But as a, what me is, as yeah. a right back, have some pride about okay, I can still handle myself. Mm. Yeah, mm. and he that first goal. I looked that ball. I saw that ball played over. I was like, Bellerin, why are you not? aware for me it's his awareness mm-hmm. and concentration that just kills him every time I'm like sense danger and Alonso's just made that round three he's like oh I can't believe my luck nobody's chasing me easy <laughs> yeah. balls that's the thing though Alonso <laughs> always seems to have Bellerin's number and, I, and I don't yeah. understand and why when Hazard came on it, it just got worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, then Morata's goal Chet definitely should have said I think Chet didn't even get the eyes he just went down the wrong way <laughs> Mustafi well, like Michael said, we don't know what he was thinking, what he was doing. He got, he was allowed to be turned so yeah, easily. Showing one way, it's like, yeah. why is Morata able to cut in? Honestly, but, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Morata scored, and the crud that he's been taking for the past year. But he scores, and he scores us. against Arsenal, and that's oh it's it's, un, it's shocking defending. We, we give certain players revivals. We do yeah, a team. A t- we do players and teams. A team can go on the worst run. And obviously, or they can smack us up. Mm. Or it's one of those matches where it's a nil-nil where they keep up against Rory. I think Adebayor's career was was <laughs> after Arsenal was made from him scoring goals it, against it was, Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then Mickey, like I said before, after like sixteen or chances, decides to tuck home the the hard hardest one there possible. Um, I mean, there's talks of the keeper may he should have should have been been able to save it. He pretty much palmed it into his own net, but. You win some, you lose some. He's a young goalkeeper, and in a will be A and B, simple, simple, poor, poor defending. I mean, the same chance again, same chance yeah, again, again. On just on I mean, different he, he has he has so much time to take a touch. Yeah, there. yeah. That celebration, I don't know what that was. That was he, about. he tried to do the shak. He said he tried to oh, do the shaku in it, but they jumped him because Arsenal <laughs> players have no finesse. <laughs> but no, but they have no finesse. Even, they didn't even let him finish. No, but here's the, even oh, but, even that in itself is a problem and shows the culture from Wenger. For me, it's like of it's, it's two two. Pick two, up two. the pick up the ball and, and score again. Like for me, it's like he's seen so desperate to do a celebration. I'm like, this is not. We've been playing so badly. Yeah. This is not the time. And there was nobody there nobody that went, went, went over it, slapped yeah. him, and yeah. took him, gets the ball. Even forget two, about two. that. Even the new players. Uh, Aubameyang had a chance to yeah, make it make free, it free to, to free redeem two, his, yeah. his lazy, lazy sky. And he misses it. Lacazette needs to... Like, uh, for me, Aubameyang doesn't crazy. seem on no, 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 but, but, but Lacazette needs to start. But the thing about Lacazette yeah. Yeah, is... And I'm going to get it for the first one that Chelsea Because... Because... What confused me about that goal... It was the fact that when the ball was passed to him, he controlled it well. Don't he know controlled he it well, but then why did he pass it back? I didn't understand. Turn left, turn right, turn around and go. 
you had the space to do so, but it was like he just panicked and passed the ball back straight to the feet of Eden Hazard. And then he ran back with no defensive <laughs> prowess to try and tackle Eden Hazard. And it was the most pathetic. You know, you know when you're playing your boys at the park yeah. and the Leona can't tackle you, so they just take a leg out to see what they can do. That's, it. That's what he did. It was a lazy leg. It was, it was a 70th minute lazy leg. Yeah. And he was only been on for five. And then for some reason, Marcus Alonso has so much space in the box. Yeah. So player finish. This is what I'm talking even, about. And even this game was like, um, Czech probably should have saved that because he went through his legs. And for me, that just showed, for me the issue with Czech is that he's too slow getting down or reacting to things. Mm. And you can tell even something like that, De Gea would have saved that. De Gea would have moved his feet quick enough yeah, to save that. But I look at Czech, sometimes he's very sluggish with those kind of shots. Yeah. We have a goalkeeper on the bench that we bought for 26 million. Why aren't we giving him a chance? Plus, he can play the style that, that well, Emery wants I, to play. I think the mistake that Emery made for me was when he said that Czech was his number two captain, that kind of rattled me because I was mm. like, you are now saying basically because Shelly's your number one, someone that's injured and with that kind of injury, from now on, he's going to get these little niggling injuries. Yeah. You know, I forgot Koscielny still play for Arsenal. There you go. He's finished. He's done. Wow. He's done. He's done. Yeah, he's and done. he's done. I'm not going to say I'm happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy about it. And if he's injured, your next captain is Petr Cech. And if you're saying that you must start a captain, if you're moving like Van Gaal, who says my captain must always start, if you're doing that... Was that your Dutch? A little bit. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. (laughs) Then that means Czech is going to start games. And for me, that doesn't make sense because Czech Czech got a bit touchy over a little tweet from Leverkusen. (laughs) He did. From Leverkusen. Just a little tweet. Which was hilarious. You know... um, you want a passing goalkeeper? We know a guy. He, he, he plays for you now, you know? That's what he, he's, he, he knows how to do it. It wasn't a dig at check. It was, oh, they're saying, oh, why do you play passing goalkeeper? Well, you sand one from us. Use him. Mm. Yeah. Don't bench him because that's who you, that's what you want to, you, mm. your style to come across around. And check can't do it. And if you felt that check passing almost into his own net in the first game mm. was acceptable to start him in the second game, mm. I, I can't find the words for you. Like, I, I'm, I like Emery because I think Emery... This, this, this is idea he, start, that, he started Xhaka as well in the midfield. That's, as that's well another as thing. That's another thing. And I don't get. I don't really. I don't. That's really another understand. thing. He started Xhaka with who was next to him? Gwendozi. Okay. Uh, now he's doing the same thing. Um, I first come to Alex. Arsene Wenger was doing, which is so stupid. Xhaka <laughs> has never been a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Number two. His reputation for tackling is not good. It's because he was reckless. His reputation he's, was outrageous. He's, he's been bought to. I been, like him for that. No, it's terrible. I don't know. No, no, just, you, just no, you need like, to be smart. For me, the most true Jack is that sometimes you do a smart tackle, right, where there's danger and you just take him out just yeah. there. Yeah. Jack, for me, there's no danger and just decides. Like, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you look at the two bookings he's had in the first two games, I look at him like, what were you doing? The guy's going across you mm. and you stuck out a leg to take him out for what reason? Exactly. That's the thing, his brain operates at zero, but then in the reckless moment, it goes straight to 100, and we don't understand no, no, why. Exactly. And this is why I, this is why I got annoyed, because when Torreira came on the 45th minute, minute, which is a good thing, because yeah. Wenger would have made that sub. Would have waited yeah, 79 no. minutes. There you go. So, because he made that sub, you could see that the composure in the midfield, it changed, because it's starting to help break mm-hmm. up things. It only stopped, it only changed when Hazard came on and destroyed Lacazette and Bellerin on the right side. He- on the other side. The, who would you play Xhaka alongside? Of I wouldn't Nobody play Xhaka. Would no, Xhaka, Xhaka and, and should, you, shouldn't be anywhere in the exactly. team. But if you are going to start Xhaka, you have to start Torreira. Torreira is the guy that needs to start in that midfield because everyone else is a, either a pass master or just doesn't know how to tackle. Now, and no, he's the one to break it. Here's my better question. Would you have started Ozil? 
I've, yeah. I've, yes. I've yeah. been saying yeah. it. But I've been saying should, it for a while. Don't play, I don't play him. I don't play him in big games because not because he doesn't always show up. Sometimes he does. He showed, up, he against, sho- he showed up against Chelsea. That's now. what I'm saying. When he shows up, he's excellent. Oh, but that was. But when that he doesn't show angle. up, when he doesn't show up, yeah, it was he, he's not. He's, he's only, nowhere. Like he's only he, we're playing up. with ten men. That's my problem. Okay. And I'd prefer in a game if you're gonna play that that high line against Chelsea, where you need you need like he says to defend from the front. I don't why why play a player who doesn't defend. He doesn't press either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I don't I don't get it. I whether I like Jacko or not, at least Jacko will run. You know what I'm trying to say? At least, at least he'll run. Yeah, but play on any if that's the case. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, no, I, 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 I agree. Did he, did he play Ramsey in number ten? Yeah, no, after he came he on, yeah, and I think he played okay, but I don't see I didn't see and I'm Ram, listen Ramsey's my favorite player. I'll say that proudly. But you, I can, you, pre- you can get out. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. But I wouldn't have played Ramsey against Chelsea. Okay. I understand why he didn't start him. Yeah. Because Ramsey wasn't Ramsey didn't play that well against City. For okay. me, Ramsey was trying to trying to trying to play a second striker. Yeah. But he wasn't. Do you know what I mean? But he was supposed to be playing behind Ozil, who was mm. supposed to play second striker of anyone, and he was just leaving us exposed there. So I understand not playing Ramsey, but then I don't understand playing Ozil. Unless you have a hundred percent assurance from Ozil that he's gonna press and he's gonna move back, especially with that high line, like mm. that the Morata goal, I just keep going because that f- I was so furious. I was watching on the phone. I'm gonna smash my girl's phone. I was so furious. <laughs> I was so furious. I don't understand that it was Morata. It wasn't Hazard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It wasn't William. It wasn't Pedro. It was Morata. Mm. That was what. So that's my only thing. So who do you play in midfield? I believe in playing Ozil, but. In big games, he's he's 50-50. I've, I've, I've always said for a long time, we've needed midfielders, creative midfielders. The issue, the issue with Arsenal is that we've harboured so many players that we it looks so... When Arsenal was there, he, he always used to use, we have a whole, we have so many players. So when people like Ozil and Ramsey, they're not performing consistently, he sees them at their numbers, whereas another manager will think they're not performing, I need to replace them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Arsenal sees us that we had numbers, so there's no need for me to go and buy. And I've always said, that's been our weakness because our midfielders haven't been consistently great at Arsenal mm. but in Arsenal's mind he's never been looking to replace them same thing the season started that we, we've needed wingers we haven't had wingers for since about 2005 possibly we've always Bloody put hell, we've always yeah. put like yeah. central midfielders to sort of cover there mm. who was our last winger? Jovinia? inside forward yeah, yeah. We did. yeah but the, okay. the, wing, okay. the winger's pretty much gone okay. now, apart, apart from Jovinia who else? Because in truth, our wingers aren't even like proper. They're like midfielders covering as wingers. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Do you know who should have been a winger? Who? Theo Walcott. No, he was never. But once he's, again, he's, you never get out of my house. He's right. never been at Arsenal in the first place. No, 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 no. I agree. No, 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 I agree. No, 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 I agree. He should have been at Arsenal. You come into this house. You say Aaron Ramsey's your best. Your your best. Your favorite player. No, 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 no. And then you have the cheek to say Walcott should have stayed. No, no, I just said no. I just said he should. No, I don't. I don't mean he should have stayed. No, no, I'm saying he should have given up his dreams of being a striker. I'm not saying he should have stayed. No, none of, none of okay. the staying stuff. Okay, no, okay. none of the staying stuff. Right. That's, that's, that's what crazy. They will go through the stage of like, so when uh, Arsenal were trying to sign a winger, oh, I want to play right winger. winger yeah. 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 And when he was trying to strike up, no, I can score goals. And he had that season. I think yeah, he's got like 20 started, something yeah, and he, yeah. like, well, he's got a hat trick against Newcastle. Like, yeah. Oh, he's showing something. No, I knew that no, was no. fake. No. Didn't Newcastle just play three games before? That they remember. played three games before. I don't. It was it Carling Cup or FA Cup or whatever. They mm. played three games before, and their, their defense was tired. <laughs> and everyone thought Walcott was amazing. I just kept saying, "Yeah, I'm glad we won, but 
I'm pretty sure it's because they <laughs> retired. <laughs> not because he became messy overnight, yeah. innit? So yeah, we have problems and yeah, like I said, for me it's that Ozil himself. I've always said it for me, and since he joined Arsenal, he I'll rate him six out of ten overall since being at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. He hasn't considered like we don't sign players like Ozil to perform against the teams like <laughs> Norwich, Bournemouth, um, t- teams like Cardiff. Mm. You put you sign them to make the difference against the Cities, the Chelseas, the United. He's only performed in like five percent of those get of those mm. big games, and for me, it's like we can't pay him three hundred and fifty k a week mm. to put in those performances. And what angered me is that he tried so. I mean, just before he was coming off, I think someone made a mistake at the back. And he came back and I saw him shouting at me just before he came. I was thinking, don't try and save face just before you're coming off. He's like, <laughs> I, I see through it. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I think right now what Emery's doing is he's weeding out those who can play in the system and those that can't. Mm. And I think Ozil is in danger of sort of being dropped to the bench soon. The fact he took him off yeah. shows you that. And he called him out on the press. Yeah, he called him out in the early yeah, in the yeah, week. He, wasn't yeah. press- he was not pressing enough. The problem wasn't good enough. Wenger will never do that. I like, I like managers that protect their players to a sense. Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with saying, look, you didn't play well in that game. Not like Mourinho saying, oh, like, I, I had to, I was his footballing brain on the pitch. <laughs> That's stupid. Say stuff like, you know, the guy didn't play well, I expect better from him. That's fine, because you should, you should say that in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Wenger didn't do that. Wenger would just say, you know what, he feels okay, that kind of thing. No, that doesn't help the player, because you obviously don't say that to him in the, the, um, in the dressing room either. It's sort of like, uh, get over it, next game kind of thing. You know what, yeah. Whereas Emery is saying, look, I'm the new manager here. Yeah. I'm sitting my blueprint. I'm not adapting to you, you're adapting to me. It's yeah. my style. My Facts. football, and if you play to my style and it and you click, it'll work. Yeah. So play my game, and you'll work. And Urzo is sort of someone that presses, and he likes to press. This, listen, West Ham it will be a big game. I mean, if if we don't, here's the thing: if we lose, if we know, if we don't win that game, there'll be pressure on Emery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not saying there'll be pressure, but he'll still be given time. But let's say Urzo starts that game. I think whoever starts that game and we lo- and we don't win that game, I think there'll be pressure on a whole load of players, and and a whole load of players will be on that bench for a long time on the season. I think that's the audition that we're standing. I feel like we're gonna need a lot of creativity during that match, and I think yeah. the only we person will. that offers that creativity from behind the strikers is Ozil. It, it, that that's our problem. Yeah. We haven't got that sort of. Play. I mean, we could always move Mkhitaryan inward, but at United I, I, and at Bayern you and, do that. and at Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> He showed that his best position is out outright, even though he's he's not we defending. Could, we well. could yeah. we could try that to see how it is. Could try. It. I mean, it's it's the only option that we have available to us. I mean, we're not gonna um, play Ramsey and say you need to create now when he's never created. Yeah, he's always been getting on the end of things. Yeah. Um, if there are any positives, I believe from from that game. Gondosi. I think if if Emery is is smart and Emery's the manager that he thinks he is and we want him to be he'll build around Gunduzi and Torreira yeah I think those two are, are, are the ones that need to start uh, game in game out and just build from there because I mean we've got a load of even though we've got big names and we were a team of young players that that's a myth now. that's all shit that's gone Aubameyang's at 29 yeah. so is uh, Ozil so is uh, Mkhitaryan yeah. Lacazette's not young I mean, Leno maybe but we need to start re- rejuvenating our our, our team and yeah. and trying to get the academy working again. I mean, I like Grandoz. I think he's a good pass to the ball when he wants to be. Um, obviously, City get City get wants to be. That's unfair. He's been no, he's been no, he's been very good. But all I'm saying is that in the City game, he gave away the ball a lot, which is expect. I'm not being harsh on him. No, 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 no. I don't think the age is the problem. I think what the problem was is that 
he was expecting he was Omar was telling everybody to play out from the back but only he got the memo and, and then yeah, was giving and, him and he had to come deep and my positive about him is that he was the only and this is why I said a 90 year old is pointing the lights of Shaka who's been there for like two years to show he's the only one that comes when we have the butt back that shows that he wants the ball mm-hmm. and I've been complaining about Shaka for the longest that when the defence have the ball he's always hiding he never wants the ball mm. he stands in his positions like give it to me when you can but he never moves to receive it Whereas Gwendozi, you see him move around saying, oh, give me the ball, I want the ball, mm. I want to take charge and obviously start the play. And for me, I sit down and was like, he's doing this after two games. You've been here two years, haven't done anything. Mm. And for me, I look at it and I was like, that's encouraging that a 19-year-old against these two big teams is showing mm. and saying, I'm comfortable having the mm. ball, give me the ball so we can see what happens from there. And if anything, like, uh, what's it, if you, anything like, uh, if you want to reminisce or something like that, yeah. What Arsene Wenger was was good at yeah. was when he first came was finding these these players that maybe on the, were on were on the fringes yeah. of the fringes of French football of Dutch football like your Overmarses your Nelkers your Henri's etc etc and then making them into into global stars yeah. with Gondosi and Torreira maybe that could be what starts Emery's I don't yeah, know possibly. legacy Arsenal you never yeah, know well, to be fair I think if he plays those two in midfield and then if Ozil's not going to adapt to your system let's play Ramsey in that hole. If you yeah. want to play four two three one, yeah. I would prefer put Ramsey there. I feel Ramsey can he'll score. Even he, he, can, he can actually score goals. Score, even yeah. if he's, he's okay at creating. He but most of the season point, where he scored goals, man. No, 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 but, no, but, no, but no. it means that it shows that he has, has yeah, a bit yeah. of. He can, and the knows, season after, he got he played can, on the he's, right. He's the only midfielder that has that eye for goal. That That's put, it. You put yourself in the position where he can where he can sort of and he can yeah sort of create an opportunity for himself to score. He's the only person that midfielder that we have that does that yeah and if you mould that if you mould that in him and then you get him he's to like create 27 a, now man you can't mould yeah, yeah. we still, still need right. to get rid of him yeah <laughs> he's 27 but you can it, he doesn't it, sign it, the thing about Ramsey is that he's not signing that contract and if, yeah, if he wants to be serious for a second and realise that nobody outside wants him that he just should sign the contract Apparently and he wants double the, I think that he, he, wants, he wants 250 I think that's the yeah, problem with those that we gave over, him yeah, so we like, gave, oh, we gave, yeah, yeah, so that's the reason why, and that's what I'm saying. When you give people like Oz of three hundred fifty k, anybody who comes and say, "Hold on, I can do better than him," yeah, will say, "I want close to that," and yeah. then they can say, "Let me prove myself." Then I can reach up to three hundred fifty. Exactly, exactly. And so that's what you get oh. when you pay people like Oz of mm. that money because Ramsey can say, "Well, you paid him three hundred fifty k. I've been there for how long? I want two hundred fifty. Mm. So is Ramsey over hundred k already? Apparently, one hundred and ten k reportedly. I mean, I don't see any team outside of Arsenal that are probably going to will it be willing to match that 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 wage. Yeah. You ain't gonna get that Barca. You ain't gonna get that Real Madrid. You ain't gonna get that Chelsea. You don't know. You don't know Ed Woodward. You definitely get that Manchester yeah. United. Yeah. You don't know about Ed Woodward. That guy's a dangerous guy. <laughs> Do you think he'll go for for Ramsey? He'll really want to surprise me. Happen. I'm being deadly nah. serious. Nah. Where where would you? Where would you put? Would you play? It's not about where would you play him. This guy has an idea of just bringing <laughs> players in. And giving them I don't astronomical think, I don't think Mourinho allowed like. Ramsey won't sit, you know. Will Mourinho be there? Will he be there? I mean, I that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice segue into, into Manchester Ma- United. Mourinho yeah. said he wanted to be there for what, 10 years? Did he say that? <laughs> nah, he, he, he wanted to build a legacy. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday's tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. Amen. Heritage, heritage, remember that. Anyway, <laughs> so, it? so Brighton 3. United 2. United 2. What happened, Michael, man? That was. The worst performance I've seen since Fulham. No, even worse. Six one City. Um, really? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Oh, um, when we lost six one to City, 
we were consistently attacking, even though we knew we were getting piped. At some point, we were consistently attacking. <laughs> and um, they were just turning us back apart in defence. Now, the defence wasn't great that day. I think it was like Jenny Evans, someone else. But regardless, we got piped 6-1. It happened, mm. right? Um, in this game, there was no attacking prowess, but the defending was equally or not worse, if not worse. Yeah. The chosen one. Eric the Lane. first goal. The first goal, right? Mm-hmm. So, and what was weird for me was pundits were blaming Fred and Andres Pereira for this goal, which was very, very confusing for me. Mm-hmm. Because if Bailly does a simple thing of just staying in his position and not running out yeah. to the player that had the ball on the left, that cross comes to you in. first yeah, yeah. and you can clear it. And Fred was pretty much having that covered and he was quicker as well. So even if he thought, maybe even if Bailly thought, oh, He's at two, three steps behind. Fred will catch you and he can he can get in that position. So even if that cross makes it, you're there first to block it. You're the first line of defence. But he's not there. And because of that, it goes to Lindelof and Murray, which it shouldn't have been in the first place. That, that shouldn't be happening. Now, Lindelof fell asleep. He couldn't. He, he didn't see Murray left or right. He didn't yeah. notice him. He saw him first, he's on my left. Murray just moved, maneuvered to his right behind him. So when he saw he was there, he's like, oh man, he's in front of me. That's a mistake as well. But again, that mistake does not happen if you do your basics of just keeping your position. You don't need to go there. That's first goal. Second goal. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, I just had a flashback of, <laughs> of, of, of that picture in your, in, in your box and that defending. Just, just, <laughs> I, I know, I, they had three players in the same bit of where um, Duffy scored. Yeah. Three. And well, the ball just felt to me. Just Pogba, Bailly and someone else. All of them, yeah. just watching, ball watching. And the oh, Bailly yeah, no, throws himself no, to the no, ground no, in what I can only... I don't understand. Like, it was just... And then the third goal, the penalty. Now, uh, what was interesting for me was Bailly was on the left side of the player and the guy kicked the ball towards Bailly's side. So now, if you actually stay on your feet, that ball is yours. The ball wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't he, going he anywhere. Touched, he, he touched it way too heavy. Yeah, he was going away from exactly goal. It's heavy. Yeah. He's going away from goal. You're fine. But for some reason, this guy decides to throw himself <laughs> to ground and completely wipe out the player. <laughs> and again, it's like, everyone, you know, he got up and he would put his arms up because I think he was going to protest. He put his arms up. He's like, why is that funny? And looked at the other players. <laughs> 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 and that's what you can tell me because I looked to see the reaction of other players. Nobody protested it <laughs> at all. So I, like, I realised, because even when I saw it, I was thinking, oh, is it, like, when the ref gave it, I was thinking, is this really a penalty? Yeah. I thought it was a ball, yeah. Yeah, and then I looked and I didn't see no, yeah. no, no one protested. Everyone was sad. And I was like, you know what, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a penalty. And it was frustrating because we got back into the game with the Lukaku header. Um, yeah. Shaw, Shaw played, what? Shaw was the you, only player. Oh, and you want to talk about defending there, where they left a six foot three man yeah. alone Honestly, in the six-yard yeah. box. That's another one. <laughs> Shaw just he says, you know, we're going to kick it back into the box. He volleys it into the ground. It goes over. And then you have a six foot three, probably 200 pound monster in Lukaku in your six yard box by himself it's, for a free hit. It's mad because most of the defenders pushed up and he had that one guy just loitering around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, but, but this is the state of the defending that was just so bad. bad. And Mourinho's substitutions also didn't help after that second, the second half because he took off Pereira and he took off Juan Mata at some point yeah. and he t- I forgot the other person he took off Martial obviously he always, always does that <laughs> always um, he started him give him a break no no because he started him he started him just for the satisfaction of something you know what's interesting about the Martial situation is this for me people have, I've heard people a lot of people say um, why isn't he like Sonic like in terms of like his level of performance and all that right now there's a lot of factors 
that contribute to that. And I, 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 so I built different. That's one. What with that? But I also, I also say that you know any player, and I, I compare it to what I said about Van Hal when we had Van Hal at United. If you have a player that is now starting to perform, because Marshall was performing from August to December last yeah. season, he was fine, and then you sign Sanchez. And you, drop him. and you drop him completely. All right, Louis Van Gaal, and this is why I say he's Louis Van Gaal incarnate. He's, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all the same. Louis Van Gaal signed. Louis Van Gaal. Louis Van Gaal added to Van Persie and Rooney Falcao and Di Maria. Right. Yeah. Falcao finally got off over his injury issues and hit form. He was scoring goals for United. He scored in three consecutive games. Yeah. Four goals in three games. Went to international duty. Two games, four goals. He comes back. He's benched for Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see Marco's face now. <laughs> do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now, yeah. if you do that to a player and you're showing no level of confidence in him and you're yeah. talking the kind of crud that you talk about him in press conferences and all that, that, yeah. that confidence is not going to come in there. Now, second thing, service. One decent ball was playing to Martial in the first five minutes. He ripped two players straight away. Forced to go see about the keeper. Gal was looking on it. What happened after that? No service. Nothing happened. Your midfielders were doing nothing for him. Fred was poor. I have to say he was poor. I like him, but he was poor. Pereira, I like him, but he was poor as well. His passing was off. And Pogba, he was trying, but trying doesn't mean you were good. You were just trying. They had a poor game. The only you person said it was somewhere else, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. The only person that I thought had a good game was Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw was very good defensively, attacking wise, he was good. Two games in a row, man. Yeah, and he did yeah. cover a lot, especially when Knockout tried to kick it past. So he was a bit worried because Shaw always had his number. Covered. Yeah. And you know, and you know, but it's, it's all about confidence. And if you're not gonna show the player some level of confidence in his ability, because Every player can have a bad patch. Mm. But if you don't show as the manager that, you know what, look, I believe in you. I know you can do it. Yeah. That player's not going to look at you and say, this manager believes me, I want to play for this manager. He's going to look at you and say, you've been talking a lot of rubbish about me. Mm. Why should I play for you? And players are built differently. Luke Shaw is trying his best to succeed at Man United because he knows if he leaves Man United, it's peak for him. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Whereas Martial, because he's known as such a a top talent, he even though he hasn't really performed. He can go anywhere. He can go anywhere. He can literally go anywhere. And these two characters, I saw him and Luke Shaw, are not kind of guys that will try hard for Marino like Fellaini. They're not these <laughs> big men that will run hard for you. Oh, and oh yeah, he got go, you, you know, You know, you almost lost him and you begged him. This is another thing. You begged him, you begged oh, the that, club that to give him a two-year contract. A club that gives 30 euros one-year extensions year after year after year. Even a man that skulls got that. This guy got a two-year extension. Yes. Is he 30 now? He's 30. Shit. With an option of a third year. Essentially, give him a three-year contract. And if Mourinho gets his way and stays at this club, this guy's going to retire at Manchester United. And that yeah. makes me sick. Anyway, when did he start? What did you do? 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. You think he might get a, uh, a testimonial? Testimonial. <laughs> 2013, 2014. So he's been there, what? Four or five years now? Yeah. Five yeah. more years. Testimonial time. Yeah, and it's testimonial. Do you know who's close to testimonial? Chris Smalling! <laughs> Yeah, one more year, isn't it? Do you know who else is coming to us this Philip Jones. Hey, man. you got to love the game. Yeah. The, the, this match will be marked by two two uh, quotes. One from the beginning of the game, one, one at the end. Mm-hmm. Mourinho said that uh, we're not as bad as as we as you got you lot make out and us to be. And then we lose, be. and then what happens? And then he lose, and he says, well, we're not as good as you make us out to be. 
So what are we? After 90 minutes. Do you know what? Yeah. What, what, what? How long does Mourinho have? Wednesday. <laughs> Not Wednesday. I think maybe... Uh, no, no, I think he could be there um, for maybe two, three years. And the only reason why... Never. Did you see Woodward's face? Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no. The, only, no the only reason why I say this now is that I'm looking around and who is available that United really want to well, bring in. And, and take, I think that's the issue. And that's the issue. It's like... Let him have revenge. You know, to be honest, you're, 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 you're thinking that's quite funny, but watch him win the league if you That's what... No, no, don't take Wenger. I don't want that. That's what I'm thinking like... Everybody now has been snapped up over the last two, three years. Yeah. So I'm thinking, who else is really available? Zidane for is making kisses okay, through Adidas. Apart Adidas. from Zidane, but even I'm, 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 one, I'm a bit, I'm a bit skeptical. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit skeptical with Zidane because he had, he had a resource. He had everything sat for him. At United, is you need, he needs to start from the beginning. You don't have the likes of Ronaldo, Sergio Ramos, uh, Modric, and Co to bail you out anymore. This is, you need to work on the players, work yeah. on the tactics, and so. It was a baptism of fire if Zidane goes there. And so, so even when you look at... The, so, here's the thing. And I really disliked after the game where they always pick on Pogba. Mm. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Pogba's time at Manchester United, I've, if I give him a rating, overall has been a 5 out of 10. Now, that's not just, that's not just Pogba's fault. There's factors mm. involved in it. Because the issue they find is that in everyone's mind, they've had an idea of what Pogba, what they want Pogba to be in their mind. Oh, yeah. They've never really looked at him and seen this is what Pogba, they've always, we want Pogba to do, we want Pogba to be this, we want him to mm-hmm. be that. And so what they do is that they criticise him heavily because he doesn't fit the mould of what they want Pogba to be. So because they criticise him so heavily, when Pogba has an okay performance, they take it overboard. Oh, he was fantastic, sensation. Even the first game of the season, I thought Pogba was quite average after the first 20 minutes because the okay. whole team was average. Okay. Um, but, they, but they said he was a leader, he mm-hmm. was fantastic. And I was like... For the first three minutes, he definitely yeah, he was the spoilers, yeah. But they're overcompensating for the fact that because they criticise him so much, they have to balance it out with praise. Now, for me, I'm looking at Pogba, right? The issue with Pogba is, is the system doesn't work for Pogba because mm-hmm. Pogba, for me, is one of the most gifted technical players I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. The issue, when he receives the ball, there's no movement or proper runners for him to make the passes he can make or sort of dictate play. Because United are so slow moving the ball, slow, slow, so slow in players moving around. But there isn't a proper system for him to thrive. And then you look at people like Jorginho at Chelsea. He's looking good. Tell me what Jorginho has over Pogba. Over Pogba. Barely anything. Yeah. Pogba's probably a better player. Same as... Um, if Is you look. Jorginho looking good? Yeah. yeah, he's looking yeah. good. Yeah, all right. But, but and even and even and even at if you put Pogba in like a, a Liverpool, even at Liverpool, the midfielders look decent mm. because of the system. Put Pogba in a Liverpool team, a City team, or a Chelsea team, you see the best time because the system suits him. At United, they want him to be this guy to drag United. I was like, come on, one man can't do that United because yeah. the whole system it, is wrong. It seems like the, what this battle will uh, draw down to will be Pogba versus Mourinho and. For all intents and purposes, I believe that Pogba will win that battle. Yeah, he should. But, but if 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 a bid comes in, do you from from a Barca or a Real Madrid? Do you see him leaving? No, I may not have said no. That's not happening. I I, I think we'll see Marina leave because yeah. Manu Manu will probably what we see is that we need these players because they're the brand. They're, they're, the, brand were, they're, the, they're the big mm. names, and this is what we enjoy. If they're losing big names, that's a problem for United because people will switch on for hold on. Why might why should I have interest in this club that? can't keep their best players and it just seems like there's total disarray mm. for football isn't great <laughs> so you know if it, so if there's no big players and the football isn't great fans switch off yeah 
And so, but if that happens, I think Wilbur looks at it as like, hold on, this man is causing me problems. I think Marino will be gone by the end of the season. Yeah, deep, deep the, the player power that happens. I'm not talking about just that in just a room. Think about it in general. Um, this weekend, Madrid had their lowest attendance for nine years. Yeah. Because Which was crazy. How, how much is that stadium capacity? So, I think... Like, like 70, 80,000. It was like 45,000. Something like that. Yeah. These people just had that. are crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> just, because, <laughs> just, because one, just because one man kicked. Whereas, Three Champions Leagues and they're and not attending the first game. <laughs> honestly, are you mad? They're, they're sacrificing. Nah, I'll tell you, they're, crazy. Crazy. they're the most sport fans. In honestly, they are really yeah. But did that and then, so because one man leaves. Whereas, when that one man goes to another club, the Insta, it's, it's social media, but the Instagram followers boost like by several millions. And I think no, record shirts. No, yeah, yeah, the record shirt sales. They made, they made like 20% of his feedback on just shirts. Just like that. First day. So on the podcast Ridiculous. I went to um, yesterday, um, Football Fans Podcast, um, so we had a, a an Ita- half Italian guy there who supports Juve. He said it took him about 10 seconds just to even like access mm. the website page to actually buy the shirt Jesus and he said man. even processing the payment <laughs> for the shirt took time because like he, he was so, so many yeah. so much traffic to there buy the shirt and if you deal with that in a main united way so Pogba being the face of main united in terms of who's the biggest player so like and it's happened all the time whether it was beckham and yeah. then we had cristiano ronaldo mm. and then when he left i guess rooney for ben to van persie took over for that year <laughs> Now it's Pogba and Pogba or uh, De Gea as well. Those two are the biggest names. If you lose those two, is De Gea a shirt seller? I don't think so. He's not a shirt seller because no one's buying goalkeeper shirts. But but he just just because of how good he is, yeah, he's a brand lose him, himself. Lose, yeah. And if you lose Pogba mm. and you lose De Gea, you're not going to lose De Gea now because they got Courtois now. Yeah. But if you were to lose Pogba and keep a manager who you know, and this is very key, when he was unhappy the first time at United. Unai Emery was on the verge of getting started PSG and he was really saying, hey, <laughs> hello, hi, yeah. I'm here, I'll, I'll come to your club, I'll be your manager. But then they sacked him, got to Tuchel and he never talked about uh, West PSG again. Mm. Never heard that name again. Mm. So oh, yeah, I forgot he did that um, interview. Oh, yeah. There you go, you had an interview talking about West PSG. Yeah. So if that's now not the case and you look at that, your manager, your, the owner is saying, do I keep a player who, number one, loves the club and wanted to come back? He, he didn't need to come back, yeah. but he wanted to come back. He joined the club because he loves the club. He wants to come back. Number one, number two, he's our biggest brand, and number three, he's our best player. And he, we can build a team around this guy. He's young, in football sense. He's young, and we've got other young players around yeah, him. In football sense, he's twenty-four. Exactly, he's twenty-four. He's young, and, man. and if you look at if you actually look at the squad and get rid of the guys that are the dead board, when you look at the guys who would actually want to play, they're all quite young. These guys can make you can make a team with these young talents. Very good team. And if you make him the centerpiece. And you just get a manager that knows how to man-manage. Mm. You're happy. You'll do what you need to do. Because in this day and age, there's not going to be... I don't think there'll be a team that constantly defends titles. But at least there's going to be a manager that'll make you look at your team and say, I'm proud to have this team and watch my team as a brand. Yeah. As if you're the owner. I think finally, just had what you said, I think the, the big issue United find now is that United have earned a lot of money and good branding through what they've done on the pitch in the past. And I think now you're looking across the pond, um, City are playing fantastic football. They're probably drawing in new... Fa- like, for instance, I was walking around London about two weeks ago and I saw people in this, in City wearing um, mm. Manchester City shirts. Mm, I, was, I was absolutely shocked. Sure. I was like, crazy. since when did this happen? <laughs> no one's wore City shirt. The day they won the league in 2012, yeah? yeah? The next day I was going to up to Chester to visit Durham. Yeah. 
and in Houston, I saw two seat shots. I knew that I knew the game had changed. Just and, like yeah, that. I, and that's when I realized things things have changed now. But now people are now paying attention to mm. them, and they're gonna have a new generation in London supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool fans, the brand, you know, they attract new people because of the football. Chelsea is sorry, that's gonna happen. And I think at United, you may have people switch off. And I think the issue now is that the smaller teams no longer respect United because. Back in the day, no one would have attempted to mm. attack United because mm-hmm. United would have imposed themselves against mm. the lesser teams. Like the well, first but, year that Fergie left, they had a penalty at Old Trafford. Like, yeah. First, like, like 10 years or something like that. It's ridiculous. Crazy. But then Brighton's looked at it, it's like, hold on, you're defensively shaky, but secondly, attacking-wise, you're not really attacking mm. us with so any purpose. So, they were, so why not? And you saw how many times did Brighton put that ball forward or attacking numbers because they thought United were for the taking. See, and that's the big issue you're finding you at You see United. what you're saying, yeah? You've, you've, you've hit a nail on the head. This is what makes me sick. Leon Balogun <laughs> came after the game, yeah? And his exact words were, I was told that the Premier League is very, very fast-paced. This is my first game in the Premier League and I'm surprised at how slow <laughs> was. I asked my teammates... Is this uh, football three was quick? And my teammates replied and said to me, "When you play Manchester United, a lot of the times they like to slow it down, <laughs> so we don't like to push them because eventually we'll get the ball back for them. We're comfortable." Wow. That's how much respect we have wow. at the club. From a time when we said about, "Oh, we play Man United," even at the tunnel, you're like, "Oh shit!" Look at the players next to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you look at them and saying. It's minor. It's a minor. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, cool, man. You're right, Phil Jones. <laughs> you know, that's what's happening now. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, this fear factor thing, like, I criti- mm-hmm. like I've been criticising defending, right? Yeah. But if you're facing City, even if you're defending poor, if you're in that tunnel and you look to your, your, your left or right and you're seeing Silva, De Bruyne, Aguero, and then even what, even, uh, and even when they're passing like, you, in a, in a, in a tracksuit. Yeah. It's a brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sterling. It's Sterling. You know what I mean? Get Let me, let me tell you how much Huddersfield feared um, City. Feared them. They feared them. Let me tell you how much. So the first goal, right, they did something that I've never seen in my life before. They man From a goal kick, they man-marked <laughs> every <laughs> player. <laughs> and you had, you had every City player, right, apart from Aguero, past the halfway line in their own area and they decided to man-mark each player, I thought to myself, who does that? Everybody has <laughs> their back four, yeah. solid, their back four in the line, allowing players to sort of roam off if they want to get, get the ball and have the protection of their midfield just in case. But the fact that they decided to do that, and then from that, a long kick from Edison, Aguero mm. scores, that shows you how much they feared City that yeah. we don't want to leave any player on their own. There you go. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And United don't have that anymore. But we haven't had that for a long time. And I've, I don't know how many times I've said this on this podcast. I'm going to say it like 50 times. I'm going to say it one more, more time, minute. This all started when David Moyes became manager of Manchester United Football Club. Because that day was the day that this club died. I'm telling you with my chest. Listen, number one, he came and got rid of everyone, boys, Everton boys in. Number two, Woodward got rid of everyone from the board and brought his boys in. And then he had the chest to go and tell Ferdinand to go watch videos of Phil Jack Yoka. That's when this team was finished. Whenever Ferdinand he took Fernand Ferdinand took a dig at him. Whenever Ferdinand's on BT Souls and they mentioned Moyes at my United, nothing positive comes out of that question. Because because he ruined he literally destroyed him. But what what happened what's happened since is that the the structure of the club has there's no structure. There's nothing there for you to build. And what's what's funny for me is that last week 
there was this talk of us finally getting a director of football. Let's get into this age of football where you get a director of football, so I want to talk about the transfers. Mm. I was thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe they're trying to start making changes. More, less business club, more football club. Yeah. yeah. And then out of nowhere, that said, no, we're not doing that. We're getting a technical director. He just, he just killed it. He just killed it. He just ruined it. What's, what's, what's he going to do? Because you signed a chief scout um, from, I think it, was, it wasn't Athletic or someone else, but he, he was one of the best. Mm. And this guy left to Zenit because he said, well, you know what? Because I, I couldn't really do my job. Yeah. Because no matter, yeah, because no matter what I wanted to do, at the end of the day, Ed Woodward wants to get involved in everything. He wants to finish transfers. He wants to yeah. talk about what contracts. He wants to do this. That's not his job. Mm. Just go and do your business stuff with Chevrolet and let the man do their football yeah. stuff. Woodward shouldn't be involved. Like for me, like I've always said this, like Woodward for as a businessman seems fantastic in terms of the commercial music working. Absolutely. But when it comes to the football side, because I've always said like even players, you guys have always overpaid for players when you shouldn't have. I feel like someone gives you a fee and it's just like, yep, like there's no mm. negotiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatsoever even mm. when you guys signed Fellaini that was that for me that was the start of it you should have you, you, had, a, you had a release clause how much yeah. did you pay you guys didn't decide, yeah, that so he had, he, had really, he had a release clause for 23 million yeah. and then we, we, we let it go and then three days later when it expired we bid 27 million 27 we paid 4 million extra for for what reason that's because of Moyes he was doing a it's because of all of them it's, it's, it's yeah. a mess yeah. it's literally a mess if, you, if the, this is what I'm talking about if the manager comes to you and says I want this player and you can afford to pay for a much less price than they would sell in the market if that contract wasn't that clause wasn't there, just take him. Because I I, praise, I always praise Chelsea for this when they first got the money. When Chelsea wanted the player, negotiations quick done. Yeah. Sign the player quick done. They wouldn't waste time for everyone to start bidding for the club to say, This club's bid this much, mm-hmm. yeah, you bid more. Yeah. They say, We want this player, how much? This. Okay, we'll negotiate this. Okay, he's your player. Easy. Done. When we were in players, we use main United fans used to say stuff like, Oh, Chelsea's still our targets. <laughs> They're your targets, but unless you make a bid for them, they're not really yeah, your players. Exactly, yeah. So as much as we wanted SCN, Rob Ben, the only person they stole was Mikel. Yeah. We got paid for that. That's fine. But <laughs> that Rob, so ben, <laughs> Rob Ben, Rob SCN, Ronaldinho, <laughs> even at Barcelona. Oh yeah, Before we signed Cristiano Ronaldo, we wanted Ronaldinho. Barcelona didn't waste time. They said, oh, look what you did to Dave Seaman. <laughs> Come to our club. Yeah. Um, Rob Ben, we wanted Rob Ben. Charles said, hey, cool. Even Eden Hazard, as recent yeah, as Hazard. Yeah, allowed, but Hazard like, was crazy, though. No, no, but Hazard, Hazard played you. Like, he yeah, played, no, he played, played everybody. He played yeah. everybody. But bear in mind, you still got someone that's known as the greatest manager of all time, and you still got the club that you're Manchester United. If you go to Lille, make the offer they want, and say to yeah. this guy, here's your wage, he'll sign for you. Yeah. But you waited and waited and waited, and then as soon as Chelsea won the Champions League, he's like, well, I'm going, I'm going there. Yeah. I'm going there. Why would I come here? I'm going there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we obviously, obviously, we lost the league that year with San Van Persia and everything was cool after. But regardless, we lost out on the player. Mm. And then we went through a stage of bidding for Bale, which was really a remedial player. We bid for Fabregas, who was never going to play under David Moyes, yeah, to cross the ball for cross the ball in a one times against Fulham. That was absolutely madness. <laughs> Honestly, just bidding records for players everywhere. And then this window as well, you refuse to pay for Alderweireld, you refuse yeah. to pay for um, Maguire, so. How much do they want from Maguire? Though? 60. 60 odd. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the but you refuse thinking. to pay regardless. Yeah. And then you get played like a fool. Because Godin's agent comes to you and says he wants to come to your club. His <laughs> he, agent played you like a violin. Played you. Beautiful. It was <laughs> masterful. <laughs> and then, oh, honestly. A craftsman. It's a craftsman. Craftsmanship. Oh my God. He said, hey, look, look. They've got this clause in the contract for 23 million. <laughs> bid it, bid, please. So we bid, and then they're like, wait, wait, do you want to go? Nah, nah, I'll give you a new contract. Done. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe, but if you want to offer me a new contract. Money. I haven't spoken to them yet. How much money do you want? This much? Okay. Yeah. 
I'll stay here. Oh, You're never going to come to us. That's why no you have to just look yeah, respect agents for doing their job. Man. About. It was beautiful, it was slimy, it was and glorious, man. This is why I criticise because you were one of the biggest clubs in shouting, let's let the transfer window end the day before, two days before the season starts. Yeah, yeah. You screened it and then make sure it's at 5pm. Don't even give yourself midnight. 5pm. <laughs> make sure it's closed and you screwed about in the whole window and, and in the last few minutes, that's when you start bidding records for your players. We were the bid that the team that bid for Kulibeli. We bid 8 million. And they said no. <laughs> and as, to be honest, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he said no. You were a savage. The team were a savage. But Marino didn't want savage. But you caved into him, gave him an extension and gave Fellini a two-year contract with an option of a third year. You broke your club's philosophy for Marouane Fellaini. That's disgusting. That's poor. I mean, like I said, people like Fellaini should never be holding clubs like Manchester United for ransom. Like, Honestly. Back in the day, people like that, they would have been lucky. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they would have been lucky to be Roy Keane had Roy Keane, bear in mind, had an interview for... Uh, MUTV. For, uh, MUTV. Completely destroyed everybody All in the main players, yeah. Fergie said, oh, you're my captain. Nope, off this yeah. That's it. Yeah. Terminate his contract on the spot. October, you're finished. <laughs> because you don't do that. You're, one special very well lasted two years at United. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. He didn't say he went to go to Liverpool. He said, I'd rather sell him a virus. He went to Madrid. Yeah, I remember that. That was the best. Mm. That was the best sell. Honestly, this, this, is how, like, this is how you manage. Because him and David Hill, uh, Hill, like he's, like he's some foreigner. David Gill. There you go. Um, used to, just, they knew how to control things. Mm-hmm. And people would say, oh, you know, sometimes United were busting the window. No, they were a lot more calculated. They knew yeah. who they wanted and how to build. That's how Satisfoxy was building teams over and over. Whereas now you've got this regime, which is just basically like, you know what, this is just gone bid. Mm. Yeah. and let's see who we get and whoever the manager is take him it's because like I said the, the issue you have now is that you haven't that owners and obviously owners now hiring all these people to do these jobs at the clubs who know nothing about football which is what which is what is even killing Arsenal and so whereas beforehand that like back in the day when, when David Dean was with Wenger or David Gill was with Fergie they identify a player the manager looks at I like this player get him at any mm-hmm. cost they go and do the job because they know if you're successful on the football side it works hand in hand with the business side because yeah. you're only getting success on football because that's what draws people into the club. Yeah. You can do the commercial stuff, but if the club in its, if the team itself is not good, people are not going to pay attention to the team. But I think yeah, right now what you find is that because you have a whole load of people at clubs who don't understand the football side, it, the way they're moving and making decisions doesn't make sense. I feel like that that comes down to though, maybe like team or board member, the board not yeah. trusting or giving complete control and trust over to the managers it yeah. only happens at Arsenal yeah. and Manchester United yeah. Emery I mean you can't trust him now you can't You can't say that he's he's guaranteed to win you the Premier League yeah. and Jose Mourinho as we, as we all know isn't going to last long at Man United if, if, mm-hmm. if, if he continues continues to uh, act up like, like he is yeah. now but if you look at if you look at uh, Liverpool or if you look at City yeah. they, they give their managers complete trust 100% and when they say I want this player he's going to fit into my system they go out and get him they they I've, they I've, honestly waited. Yeah. He wanted Van Dyke, and they said, "You know what? I mean, he's going to be cost much, but in, and uh, we don't want to we don't do it." But then Klopp said, "You know what? I really want this guy. Yeah. I really want it." And eventually wore them down. And in January they they paid the money, but they got the person he wanted, and he's improved that defense mm. tenfold. Yeah, so they need to trust the manager. I think those clubs did it properly because you can tell those clubs the way they were 
making moves in the background, they were preparing themselves for those type of managers, especially City. Yeah. Yeah. Pep, Pep yeah. was like three years in the making. Yeah. They were bringing in like that um, the guy from Barcelona who had a close relationship with Pep. <laughs> yeah. They were making all these changes in the background to say, you know what, this is our man. He's going to come in. They start bringing the players. They start bringing the people to sort of change the culture and the way the club is run. Mm. So it suits these managers for them to operate. Same as Liverpool. You know, the philosophy, everything has changed there. So that it suits what Klopp needs to thrive and be successful. Mm. And I think that's, other clubs need to follow that example, saying, mm. what, what do we need to change to ensure that the manager has the best possible um, environment to succeed? Yeah. And I think what you find is that it's a bit like, a lot of clubs acting like dictators. They, this is how it is. You buy into it. If you don't buy into it, bye bye. We're just gonna bring someone else. Yeah, and Chelsea, but they've been successful. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I can't knock Chelsea. Yeah, because, exactly. But here's but here's the reason: because Abramovich is a football man. You can yeah. tell he mm, loves he the is. club. Yeah. He wants the best for the club. Even though people may argue about the way he does it, mm-hmm. but you can tell that his he, best interest is in the club. So. That's the reason why it works for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for everyone else, you can tell there's... It's not football. Yeah, it's, it's not business. always football. There's mm-hmm. other ulterior motives, and so it doesn't like... Not other, new, there's one. There money. is. Even like, <laughs> even like Newcastle managers, probably the worst of the lot. Obviously, yeah. he runs the club very, Actually, very well, but <laughs> he doesn't really care for the football side. He's, he's so disrespectful. <laughs> he's hilarious. Um, yeah, you know what? If, if we do sack Marino, my issue is... Okay, you know, we've got rid of the guy that's not making us perform on the pitch in terms of like his style and the tactics and how he motivates players. That's yeah. number one. But number two, if we're bringing a new manager, even if his style's different and he's a good man manager, what are you going to do to allow him to do his job mm. in terms of targets that he'd want and in interaction with the team? Because Woodward, yeah. as soon as we lost against Brian, went to the dressing yeah, room. Yeah, apparently went to the dressing room straight away. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you there for? <laughs> I mean, that's the, that, you, sat, you sat upstairs. Bare angry for two homeless staring at that, an empty pitch. That face was hilarious. <laughs> and then you decide to, yeah. to step into the dressing room. What are you saying there? Yeah. You don't need to be there. Let the club do their thing. And if you really need to talk to the manager, let the players go. Yeah. Extremely unprofessional as well. Yeah, Very. People like that should Very. never be allowed. Yeah. Like for me, the only person who should be allowed, even if, is, the, is if you 100% own the club. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. then you have the authority to go down and say, okay, I pay each and every yeah, one exactly. of you, sons of bitches. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, if you don't, you've like. Speak, after the, on the Monday, call the manager, call him to your office, office have yeah. that conversation. Mm. If you want to blast him, blast, do what you need to do, mm. but take it out. So, you know, don't do it after the game is done exactly. when reporters are loitering around and yeah. they're going to catch you coming yeah, down and walking walk walk into the dressing room. Um, yeah, it's peak for United. I'm not upset about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Um, I'm still reeling over over eight two. Every time we face you, I still want to beat you. Why are you gonna bring it up for me? Um, you know what? That day was a funny you know day. <laughs> you know that what? was a funny day. Ramsey Walcott. That That's a funny day. Come on. <laughs> 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 do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? Listen. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm an Arsenal fan, but they pissed me off too much. <laughs> of course, to not get at them. No, like, like at the start of the season, like, at the end of last season, innit? I was basically, I was basically done. Like, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I'm not here. But then everyone's like, you know what? Let's give it Emre that he wants it. I was like, cool, innit? You can have my heart. <laughs> you lost 2 new to City, innit, yeah? And everyone's like, oh, it's City, though. It's City. Like, I get what you're saying, but I don't want to hear that attitude. You have to be angry when you lose. Yeah, like, I'll I tell that. people, I like, yeah, we want to win the league. We want this year. But I say, take it every game you face has to be the last game you're playing yeah. ever. You have to go. You have to be angry. You don't come out against Chelsea and play worse defensively yeah. than you played against Manchester City. Honestly, I think the problem there, especially with our defence, is that Bold is still at the helm of the defensive yeah. coaching. I think everybody that's that's 
that is connected to Arsene Wenger needs to get dressed from was from he, that yeah. Was he a good defender when he played? No. No, he wasn't. No, he was a decent defender. Was he just a big hard man with a bald head? Yeah. So like 90s defenders. Yeah. Yeah. He was a 90s yeah. defender. That's okay, so he wasn't great. No, he yeah. wasn't great. He, he was your Henningberg. We had Henningberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Like I said, everybody needs to get traits, but we need to move on from these two clubs. Mm. We need to talk about City. <laughs> I I I want to praise City because the way they pass the ball around is fantastic. The way they've built their squad is actually fantastic. The squad. depth. Mm. Their depth yeah. is amazing. Their However, full of names, man. You mentioned, you mentioned the marking, <laughs> and I'm gonna get onto that because I don't know whether the players thought it was a good idea or this is Wagner, but this is not even naive, not even the word, just pathetic. Yeah. You don't destroy your structure <laughs> to counter another team's structure. Yeah. We all know, and this is this is like you know what? if people listen to Pep properly. Is like he describes how to stop his football whilst describing how his football is. Yeah. <laughs> so, they went to man mark every player. Now, when City have goal kicks, Johnstones goes far side yeah. of the box, company goes to the other side, and the, the, the fullbacks push forward a little yeah. bit and come back inside a little bit. So, if your players are now pushing into that and they're spreading that far wide, essentially just open up a yeah, gap just, mm-hmm. bigger and bigger in the middle. So, so much that. Double deckers, single deckers, national, <laughs> national express coaches, all of them can fit into that spot. And no goalkeeper, and, and people are laughing at like different goalkeepers saying your goalkeeper could never pass a ball like that, blah blah blah. No goalkeeper on this planet should be able to be allowed mm, to, to kick a ball that. that long to a striker to have a one-on-one with your defender. Mm. He's just played a long ball straight to a girl into a space for a girl to run onto. Any, any sp- you could have hit any space there. Honestly, Agüero would have got to. Wouldn't have made a difference. That, that's how okay. open they were. And then the great pass. And no, no, great yeah, pass yeah. nonetheless. But, but it should like, be happening. Yeah. Yeah. A goalkeeper, a goalkeeper should never see that pass. Never yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never ever. And to make it worse, to top it off, Ben Hamer then decides to run out <laughs> like a headless chicken. I, I can't. I don't. I don't have to describe it because Agüero got the ball, but then your defender's engaged in one on one. Yeah. He hasn't beat the defender. Not, not that's the whole scenario. He didn't yeah, only beat no, the defender no, once, no. but because the goalkeeper's run out forward so much, he's thinking, "Oh, okay, just hit over you two then," yeah. and he's knocked you easy, simple goal. Second goal, Gabriel Jesus just wanders through defenders. People are sticking legs, lazy legs out. They're sliding again. FIFA goals, pressing square to see if you can slide to get there yeah. first, and then he just shoots. And then Terence Congolo does the two things I hate more than anything. Number one, opening your legs. Number two, turning your back. back. Yeah. Don't know where the ball's going. 2 0. Third one, Mendy crosses the ball and he's going to the goalkeeper. Instead of cupping it into his chest and holding it with his arms, Pushes he palms it like he's about to carry soup. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls straight to a girl. Free. Number four, so was free kick. Sensational. Yeah. Yeah. I can't talk any trash about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Number five, Mendy crosses the ball in from the left. Congolo's watching the girl for at least five seconds before the ball's crossed in, in front of him. Your defender doesn't know that he's behind him. So you have to take responsibility and say, oh, there's no one here. Okay, I'm going to have him. I'm going to get in front of him or have go, at least go goal side and challenge him. Put some pressure on him. No, I'll stand there, let the ball be whipped in, still not press him, and watch him finish it. And then the sixth goal, okay, sound is quick. He just burned the defender. Yeah. Keep it safe to hit the guy's leg when in. That's fine. That's unlucky. But it's the state of the defending. Can I understand Huddersfield are not a great club with great defenders, but these are basics that you're lacking. Mm, yeah. Honestly, and this is what pisses me off about defending in the Premier League. It's not the fact that they can't defend like, the, the superb things, it's that they can't defend the basic things. Yeah. And then you have goalkeepers 
that all now trying to trying to be like passers, which then when they're not, or they're trying to run out like they're Neuer. When they're not, Neuer done that because Neuer knew how to do that. He perfected it. And this passing thing's not new. Pepe Reynolds doing that with, um, with Pepe Reynolds doing that with Liverpool in two thousand eight. Yeah. And that's, and that's, so goalkeepers now to do that. And that's what annoys me about about the pundits in this country is that we eulogize about Pep's ideal. Yeah, it's fantastic, but we act like he's the first person to do what he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, we, like I said, it's a it's a terrible. What Pep is doing is we see. I've seen a lot for a very long time in Spanish football. If you, even if you watch Spanish football now and you watch the Spanish teams, they know how to play the same way mm-hmm. Pep does. If you watch German football, the German teams know how to play the same way Pep is playing now. Yeah. But because the pundits in this country do not watch anything apart from English football, mm-hmm. they see it done in this country, it's like, oh, it's fantastic. It's revolutionary. It's revolutionary. And so they're like, oh, so the new goalkeepers, they need to play out from the back. The defenders need to be comfortable on the ball. I was like, not, not everyone is built that way and it's a cultural thing. It's not been in the English culture to play that way. Mm. In the other countries, it's been in their culture. To, they, they're taught from youth yeah. level mm-hmm. yeah. to play that way. So they, they use it. That's the reason why someone like Kepa can come to Chelsea and comfortably spray the ball. At t- I mean, he looked fantastic passing that ball. Yeah. But it's because it's been ingrained in them from when they're young playing in the academies. But when it comes to this country, we see it as revolutionary. And so I look at Pepe, yeah, it's easier for Pep because the, the quality of players he has is far superior than what other teams have in other countries, which is why it looks more pleasing on the eye. But that doesn't mean teams should just sit back and allow them to just do what they do. Yeah. I mean, Huddersfield more just opened their legs up for City to just penetrate them anyhow they yeah. wanted. It was just, it was an absolute joke. Mm. I mean, yeah, City, the football was fantastic, but at the same time, make it difficult. Make them work for their goals. This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is what we asked for, you know. It's, and this has been a problem for a long time. I swear from day one when we started this podcast, I've just been complaining about defending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's... it's so it's much so I call you Mourinho light. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because he's right, because there was a time when I had I sat in this podcast, I was like, no, but the reason why I like Mourinho over Pep Guardiola is because his team has to defend. But it's because his teams had the art of defending knocked down. The only thing they didn't have was attacking. Yeah. And I was hoping he could learn that. Obviously, he hasn't. But, you know. I mean, he did. Fair, I'm a dread, yeah, but, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> no, no, you, you no, have no, to no. attack. At Chelsea, bro. His team was... Oh, in that time. Okay, yeah, yeah, that time. Yeah, At Chelsea and Okay, yeah, that time. Bro, there, no. A wild statement there. Okay, <laughs> I had right. to check you. I had to check you. I'm just pissed off with him right now. This very mad at him. You know, I'm a big fan of him as well, but, you know. Every time I break up the Invincibles, I went 93 points. Was it 95 points. Yeah, um, but, yeah, the defending has just gone down year by year. And when I say I prefer the defending to of that the two thousands to now, it's mm-hmm. not it's not because of so called proper defenders. Yeah. Because there were some great defenders all the time in that era, that era too. But when you watch the guys that were known as top defenders, yeah. they knew how to defend. Oh, so much so that now that basics. Like last season when Tottenham played Juventus, how how many people were screaming about Kini's performance? Mate. He does that every week in yeah, Italy. That's, the thing. that's basic for him. That's He's supposed thing. to do that. Yeah. It's his job. You're a defender. Yeah. This is it, you know. That's so it, that's it, and that's it, yeah, that's the issue. And and obviously now, like I said, um, we're not even breeding proper defenders anymore because we're now trying to yeah. reinvent defenders that they yeah. need to be ball playing. Mm-hmm. They need to be comfortable doing this. But like before you, look, you do that, do the basics yeah. first. When you look at Harry Maguire, you don't think him as of him as a ball playing defender. But somehow we, we're trying to mould him into yeah. that, and he's just not that. And let him be a defender. He yeah. doesn't have to defend. Yeah. Let him defend. Yeah. Um, before we 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 uh, move on, honorable mentions to uh, D- 
it's the entire West Ham defensive back <laughs> for, for letting Callum Wilson look like Leo Messi and absolutely destroy every single That was one, one of the most sloppiest dribbling. I've it was honestly. Horrible. Because it's been... I was listening to Soccer Saturday and they were going, oh, what a great goal. Yeah. One of the best goals you've seen. And I watched that match and I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> they made this guy. Was it odd butter? Just a dumb slide. Oh, honestly, he, uh. he's, a do- he's a donkey himself, honestly. <laughs> but isn't it, even before we move on, that's, and that's my issue. I've always said this about West Ham. West Ham will not prosper because for over a decade, they have not rectified the rare thing that has let them down. Their defence. You can buy all the attackers in the world, but if you do not swat that defence, mm-hmm. West Ham will continue to be the same old West Ham. And what's their defensive protection, Jamie? Um, about to call Jamie Noble. Mark Noble. Mark Noble. Oh. Yeah. Mark Noble. And they got rid of Kiate for Mark. Honestly, to keep Mark Noble. Honestly. Oh, they've even got Obiang on the bench. Play him. <laughs> Play him because you're playing. You're playing Mark Noble and his son Jack Wilshere in the same midfield. <laughs> 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 You got you gotta send guys over and over. Like you don't need these guys in your team. Play something different. Ah, oh, I'm just heading off defending this in this league, man. It's pathetic. Oh Honestly, it's pathetic. We have to move on. Let's go to Liverpool, Crystal Palace. Was that a penalty? No. Why not? Because um, Sacco caught him twice. There mm-hmm. was contact there, and if he knocked him off balance and he fell over, I would be saying, "Yep, yeah, that's a penalty all day." It's the fact that when he realised he couldn't get his shot off. If you watch his left foot, and I, I, I love I love analysing this because there's this yeah. thing now, is, is it a dive? Yes. Is it a penalty? Yes. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. Honestly, yeah. so he's about to plant his left foot yeah. flat and then he knows, he knows that he's not going to get the ball. So he goes onto his tiptoes and then knees forward. So he falls down. Yeah. That's not a penalty because you haven't fell off your contact. You fell off thinking, okay, well, I've been hit twice. Referee's seen that, but then... I haven't got the ball. I'm not gonna score, so I must drop to the ground and see what I can get. Do you know? Do you know when that and that that um saying came in when the English players started doing it? Because before that, they crucified every foreign player that did it. Mm-hmm. Every one, Robert Pires. Everybody hated him. Everybody hated him. No, but they crucified all of them. Then I remember this is when they started changing the tune. And this annoyed. It was when Jamie Vardy did it against Arsenal, which he blatantly. Oh, when he kicked the guy. Yeah, yeah, and they said, well, they said, oh, if you stick out your leg, is a penalty, and it's like. Well, it, it, you know, it, they, they said it was a penalty. They said, yeah, he's looking for it. But it was like, oh, he was a bit smart. Mm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you guys have changed your two. And yeah. through, that's when that whole thing, well, you know, is there enough? No. Um, you know, is it enough for him to go to the ground? No. But yeah, it's still a penalty. <laughs> and I think to myself, the logic in that yeah. makes zero sense and whatsoever. This is, this is where it annoys me because, and fans do it as well. So... I, I was told today it was a penalty. It was a stone cold penalty. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you you never you never kicked the ball if you thought it wasn't a penalty. Foolish people. Anyway, um, I, my question was to them was this: Were you screaming that when um, what's his name, Ashley Young was doing a cha-cha slide in the yeah. middle of the air against um Aston Villa because the guy stepped on his foot, let his foot go, and then the guy decided to jump yeah. and swing his legs all over the place and we got a penalty. Oh, you guys was you guys were screaming that's not a pen. Okay, Edin Dzeko against Aston Villa as well. They're just idiotic in general. Yeah. The guy stuck his leg out and Injeku did proceed to jump into the guy's leg and then fall and they said it's a penalty. That's a dive. But you're calling that a penalty because there's contact. Is that what we're doing now? Because everything that's contact is a, is a penalty. Yeah, that's, for me, I look at it like this. If, if the contact in itself, as you said, has 
um, put the player off his balance or sort of done enough to change the position of the player where he can't sort of do what he wants to do in the box and he's gone down, it's a penalty. Mm. Even if there is contact, if that contact isn't the reason why the player has gone down, it's, it's not a penalty, it's a dive. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If someone touches me and I can still stay up, how is stay that? Up. You haven't impeded me. Mm. Yeah. If that touch has sort of made me go off balance and go to the ground, it's a penalty. So when people go, oh, there's contact, but there's a penalty, is that, it's ridiculous now. Mm. They only do it to, to safeguard their star players because they don't want to bring them into disrepute because it ruins the brand and the yeah. image that yeah. they Can't have. Can't criticise Salah now. All the documentaries he was getting last season <laughs> yeah. for scoring goals. Honestly, that they acted act like he was the first African or poor guy to, to make it. <laughs> honestly, <more> yeah. honestly. <laughs> Come on. From the streets <laughs> of Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was like, even worse, they didn't even win a trophy last season. <laughs> yeah, but yet yeah, you yeah, gave yeah. the man a documentary. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was, but yeah, he, he died for that. Yeah. But they won the penalty. Milner tucked it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got, Basaki got sent off for fouling Salah on a one-on-one situation. Now, this contact, again, but again, it's the way he drops. Because, no, it's if you if you're fouled and you're not off balance and then you do something exact exuberant yeah. in the air, yeah. you still got fouled. Yeah. That's just you being silly in the air afterwards. Yeah. You got fouled, so that's fine. And sometimes referees don't give that because they see the contact, but they're like, "Well, if you're doing that, then no, I'm not gonna give it to you. Mm. You need to learn. Just fall over. You're going down anyway." Yeah. He had contact, and then somehow he managed to fly like Drogba did against Arsenal years back I when th- he flew. I think he was trying to get another penalty. Yeah, it was, it was trying to fall in the, the box. Edge, yeah, it was on the edge of the box. But so we, we all saw that it yeah, wasn't yeah, in the box. Yeah, yeah, so stop your shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. You're a good player. Yeah. Just fall. Get the gas set. Like, set off anyway. He's done. He didn't yeah. complain. He knew it was done. And, and, here's a, and that's what I know. Because I think of it like when we were young and you used to play football in a cage. And there was pride in sort of being staying strong. Up. Staying mm. up. Mm. Showing that you're strong against him. And I, I sometimes look at some footballers like... What was your upbringing like? Because I know with me, I couldn't do something like that on the pitch. Yeah. Just because of like... No the environment I've come up from. Like, something like that, that would have been shameful. I, I, need I, to I do feel like, like when, when the cameras cameras are gone and, and it's got dark, I think all Premier League teams have a training <laughs> session where they train each and every individual how to dive. Oh, no, that, that's the thing. I definitely, that's yeah. definitely how, yeah. That's the thing. I was told by, I went to, I remember some yeah. guy's coaching session and he was like, you're going to teach them the art of going down. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Wow. I've never heard that before because I'm trying to be I'm trying to get to the top level. Yeah. I want to be a manager of a club one day. Yeah. But you're showing me the art of teaching the player how to go down. And the, the key word for me was art. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the key word. Like, whoa. But you, you got to think about it, isn't it? Like, you, if you, you need to win. At the end of the day, football is a business. But what I would say is, look, if you have been fouled and you've been knocked off balance, sometimes it's not worth you trying your best to yeah, stumble yeah. and stay on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. That. Yeah. That's yeah. fine because you've been fouled. You've yeah. been knocked off balance. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. But if you can stay on your feet, please don't embarrass me and yourself and do something like that. Hey. Because if you get away with it, cool. But then I'm going to look at you and say, I, can't, I don't need you doing that again because if you get caught out, that's a card. Mm. And you're done. Mm. You know? So don't do that. That's but, yeah, I'd mm. like to say, even with Liverpool, is that people keep saying Liverpool will be the closest challenger to City and one of these. Like, Liverpool haven't won the Premier League. Mm. We're talking um, about this is coming up to 30 years. Yeah. That's an absolute disgrace. Arsenal oh. won Premier Leagues. Um, Leicester. Leicester have won, Blackburn, Blackburn have won, Newcastle have come close, and they like they talk so much talk 
And I was like, you haven't won anything. For me, I think Chelsea are closer contenders to City because they know how to win stuff. I, I told people I think Chelsea win the league this year. I said, I said, what, you mean the new manager gift that they win? Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of sorry. No, 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 it's no, not as in they get a new manager, they win it, then they lose. That's literally Chelsea. No, but here's, here's yeah, yeah. what annoys me the most because people talk about City, Liverpool. I was like, Liverpool just scraped fourth last season. People forget that. Mm-hmm. People forget that if it wasn't for Arsenal fumbling in the games they fumbled, it would have gone to last day where it's like, it could have gone, it could have gone to any between. If it, it, wasn't, been between if it wasn't for Arsenal, Arsenal fumbling the chances, yeah, that's a fumble the chances. It's going to happen. No, no, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, what saying, what I'm saying is that like Liverpool scraped fourth. I'm like, mm. they scraped fourth. It's not as if they finished sixth. Tottenham what? finished third. Yeah, Tottenham yeah. finished third. Oh. So I'm saying there's like, so how have Liverpool jumped from finishing mm. fourth to now being cities yes obviously they sign new players they've got the players but it, with those players they still finish fourth mm. so how have they jumped from that to now being <laughs> City yeah, it's, 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 it's the Tottenham uh, conundrum as well like obviously you want to win the big stuff yeah. you want to win the Premier League and the Champions League yeah. but you don't get to the Premier League or the Champions League without winning the League Cup exactly. or an or FA, FA Cup, cup. before. Even, even Silas Ferguson started with an FA Cup. Yeah. yeah. And then that's how he... No, but that's the FA Cup's from Mentor, I think. Though. Yeah, and, yeah, but still, regardless, you have to win that thing mm, before you win the main domestic yeah, trophy. Yeah. And then when you dominate at home, that's when you can start con- thinking about conquering Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you're not doing that, then, you know, and you know what? Even Tottenham, even Tottenham's thing is that, you know, I, I, I've said they've, for me, they've been the most consistent team over the last three years because... One way or another, in the league, they've done very well. Yeah. And in that league, that time, Leicester, Chelsea, C have won the league. And uh, two times they came, well, kind of close was the game. Leicester was kind of close. They've been the most, they won it. They've been the most consistent yeah. when other teams pit them at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like Chelsea, they got, they had Chelsea won. They got 86 points. Yeah. Usually yeah. that wins the league, but Chelsea yeah. got 90. They yeah. pit them to it because that, that 90, there's one team that's better than you. Obviously, last year was a different story because C just blew everyone. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, they're not winning anything either, but why aren't they more, and they're more reliable yeah. domestically, why aren't they more of a shout than Liverpool? I understand that because Liverpool are this exciting attacking side with Cater now and Fabinho there. they talk about Liverpool, they talk about Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool in the 80s. They've won yeah. leagues, they've mm-hmm. won, they talk about the five I think they just European cups. Winning like, mentality like it's been there. <laughs> I, just, I just think pundits just want Liverpool to win. They do. That's just it. They're, just, they're spinning narrative. I don't, I don't think, like, I, mean, I dislike them anyway, so I just know if, that's uh, the thing yeah. though, like, the pundits obviously grew up during that period yeah, where they so, were yeah. Liverpool were dominating everything mm-hmm. and now the newer pundits are coming yeah. from that area. So you've got Jamie Carragher's, yeah. Souness is still is still yeah. there, Steve McManaman is yeah. now a pundit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, a pundit yeah. to everybody's displeasure, but oh, he's still a pundit. <laughs> so everybody grew up during that, that yeah. dominating period. They want to relive it. They want to relive it obviously yeah. and, they, and, they, and they want to celebrate that and when they do something magical like getting to a Champions League final even though they didn't win it. Clock, what, how many finals is that now? Six. Six. six He's six, lost right. six in a, in a row? Yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah, he won the German Cup and then he started losing finals after that. <laughs> yeah. I was I was, I was, was one of the people that, because of, of the signings that they made, I, I thought they, they, they might win. I think it, they the, might the win it, but I think people need to be a bit pragmatic with them. It's like of they course. haven't. Like they fin- I, their last trophy was honestly because I, I almost mm. fell for it too until I realized hold on they finished fourth <laughs> because in my, in, my, in, my, in my mind I had it like oh they finished second then, they, then it hit so me <laughs> they finished fourth yeah. <laughs> damn yeah that's a good point <laughs> they've been hyped up so much we're getting close to the end so let's, let's sort of wrap up with our team of the week can, can we talk about um, the city documentary please <laughs> what? I feel like you're going to anyway, so just, just talk because I, I, I you know what I, I liked I liked how they they showed how the club is run, yeah. and how Pep does his like his methods of training yeah. and all that. It was mm. very good, but parts of that was quite disrespectful, bro. 
to a lot of people, not just Mourinho. Forget about Mourinho for a second. I didn't see it. So what actually? All right. So so I need to watch this now. So so basically, it goes through the stage of the season. It goes from yeah. Beginning to end. Oh no! Wait. So is it they filmed one documentary? One, one hour? No, no. It's eight episodes yeah. in one documentary. Jesus Christ! Uh, all forty-five minutes each. And um, the second episode, Mourinho is referenced quite a lot, but it's not like a a nice thing where it's like, oh, we're facing United this thing or whatever. It was interviews from twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen talking about Kevin De Bruyne or. Um, talking about his football oh, and wow. the fans getting at him and it was just like, whoa, like, this is a bit much. And then, and that's why he had that pop at them because mm-hmm. saying, look, they're using, that, that was glorious. Yeah. Though. It was glorious. Yeah. You're using, you're using me for, for video, you're using for video, you're criticizing me, talking a lot of rubbish about me, disrespecting me. You guys printed shirts, you showed this in the documentary, so you printed shirts before the game saying we did it on Derby, Derby Day. And that two nil up, you were preparing to release these shirts and when it was 3-2, you rescinded them really quickly. <laughs> really quickly. So he's like, oh, you think I didn't see that? Give me one of those shirts. But then I think that's better than specialist in failure, man. That's honestly, that was beautiful. <laughs> it was great. But, then, forget, but put him to a side as well, because there's a lot of mentions about him in the first, second, and I think like the seventh episode as well. Because that's a derby game derby mm. game. There was talk about Maguire. Now, I'm all for showing. Harry, um, yeah. When was this filmed? This was from last season. Why did you want Maguire? Because they were talking about him during the game. So oh, right, Leicester. They're playing Leicester, and I understand you want to show like fly, fly on the wall kind of stuff. Yeah. And but one thing I wouldn't show, I wouldn't consent to, because they had to cons- agree with everything. They've yeah. all seen it. The one thing I wouldn't agree to is your manager actively criticizing a player's ability on screen, mm. telling this, telling your player this guy is mega slow. Go on, go on, victimize him. Rip him, mm-hmm. and then they scored through his side, but they didn't outpace him. It was just a shot that went past him and went past Shamaiko. Yeah. But they showed that as like some sort of magical yeah. thing that oh, he did. And then, yeah. and then for um, Van Dyke, you wanted Van Dyke. Yeah. You wanted to go and get this defender because you knew he would def- improve your defense. And then you were told what the feed, the feed that Southampton were looking for. And your owner is showing the screen saying seventy-five minutes. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. And it's the it's the way. It's, honestly. I'll, I'll be okay if you say no. We're not. We're not willing to pay seventy five minutes for the guy. We don't think it's worth that much. And they put it's, this one out. It's just the way you say. Are you kidding me? Like he, he's just some any player. And that's effort because their team would have gone up to another level. Honestly, yeah. honestly, because you're still sticking with Otamendi and you still got Mangala in your team. You could have offloaded one of them <laughs> if you had it into the team. Yeah, yeah. And a company who's now starting to get to the end of his game because yeah. he's getting a lot of niggling injuries. You've got a natural leader to so replace him in that defense. Yeah. But instead, you aim to criticise these players and managers and get on them. And I understand that it's nice to see how the club is trying to grow and how they're well run because that shows how to grow a football club. Mm. But I wouldn't go around disrespecting people either because you try to throw so much disrespect at the manager and your team got popped in the end in your own home. You went around showing fans, what do you think about this guy? One guy said, oh, you know, I used to dream about this day when... uh, When we win the league by beating Man United at my at home, <laughs> Man you know, United, Man United, and that is coming, and we're so excited, and we're gonna beat them. A two 0 up, the fans are celebrating. You see, um, Pep Guardiola right sitting there smiling. He's like, yeah, <laughs> becomes two one. He's getting angry, and while I like what the editor did, he did one thing that made me like, you know what? Okay, for this episode, well done. This thing said, the guy that they wanted in the January transfer window is now ending those dreams of being United and win the title. <laughs> and, I said, and they panned on you know, Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. I said, yes! Yes! 
that's how we do things. <laughs> Honestly, it was just so... It was self-interesting to watch that because you saw how Pep went mad. And, and that's the thing, because even when Mourinho's comment... Because, like I said, journalists are very smart. When mm. they, they took Mourinho's comment that you can buy trophies or players, but, but you can't, can't buy a class. class and yeah. that's what they... They've, they they latch on to obviously mentioned it to Pep in the um, press conference and Pep said yeah we maybe we can't buy a class blah blah you know made a mockery of it yeah. I was like if you watch the documentary <laughs> you understand and obviously mm-hmm. if you take Maria's whole transcript you understand mm-hmm. why he's mentioned that because the documentary as 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 Mark says genius as it is it does lack class in yeah. in many moments and this is this is this is why I, when people ask me yeah oh, you, you, you I hate to see it because they're on rivals yeah, geogra- geographically which is cool city rivals but they're getting there and also they'll grow the goals yeah. and, and they're getting there on the pitch as well but to me I, st- I look at them still as a small club because of these little things it's like Tottenham creating a DVD for being Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. that actually happened that's yeah. legitimate it's not, yeah. a, it's not a mockery yeah, it's is. legitimate so anytime Tottenham beats Arsenal that's why Arsenal fans are like oh here comes another DVD that literally happened the reason I know the reason I know this is because um I have my auntie Pat that lives in wow. King's Cross. Yeah. She's um her husband was a big Tottenham fan. Yeah. And she's a big Arsenal fan. And my dad we used to go there and visit them like once every four or five months or so. Yeah. And I went to their house, she said, Oh, you wanna watch a movie? Just put a movie into the um the VHS or whatever that time. And I saw Tottenham against Arsenal with Tottenham fans Tottenham celebrating. I was like, and it's just a flashback. So when I saw it on Twitter for the first time, I was like, whoa, that's legitimate. It just hit me. And that's what they did. And that's why I see them as a small club. That's why Arsenal fans don't take Tottenham seriously. As much as they know that they're good on the pitch, City are better than Man United on the pitch. Tottenham are looking better than Arsenal on the pitch right now. But they're not on the same level because of these small things. So that's what I said it. They're a small club. Everything's Man United, Man United, Man United. And that's what it's showing in this documentary. Everything's yeah. May night, May night, May night. You know what I'm saying? As long until they fill out their stadium. <laughs> like for me, the fact week in week yeah, out, the yeah. fact yeah. they can't fill out their stadium for me it says it all. Look, look at look yeah. at look at Tottenham Stadium. Have you seen it has a carbon copy of Demers? <laughs> it is. There it is. Yeah. With one thousand extra seats. Yeah. Literally right. one thousand extra seats because you want to get more attendance mm. than Arsenal. No, that's not. pathetic. I mean, plus they're, they're they're copying ticket pricing as well. Two grand season tickets. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> City though, I feel like. What Darren said last week, where their their history is is the present. Yeah, I think up until up for for the next few years, you're gonna see empty seats, empty seats up until like twenty years time, where they're gonna have actually yeah, have, a, have a sturdy fan base. Yeah. but yeah, man. Um, like I said uh, before, I was going to team of the week. What, what who, who are we putting in there? Goalkeeper. This hard. Everybody kind of sucked this week, didn't they? The only one that didn't really really suck or concede was Alisson. Alisson, that's what He's the one that really kept to Yeah, so Alisson, I guess, yeah. Alisson there, right right back. Right back. Yeah. Oh, boy. Everybody, man. Oh, Trippier had a... Yeah, Trippier. Because of free kick. No, but he played the game. He played well. By the way, what did he take? Where did that come from? I don't know. But here's the thing. But I don't think he's still a set piece. Because for me, I look at someone right as... How consistently are you with your free kicks? Before the goal he scored for yeah. England, mm. his free kicks were very inconsistent. Yeah. No, but his, his set pieces and set pieces. Oh, no, no, no. All the goals came. Okay, yeah, but no, no. As a set, yeah, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about yeah, more or less direct free kicks. All right, okay, yeah. yeah. And I'm seeing it, and obviously, <laughs> I saw someone tweet, um, oh, um, Trippy are displacing Ericsson as free kicks. I was like, you kidding me? Have you seen Ericsson's free <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. record and the quality? I was like, just because you score one or two free kicks. 
doesn't make it. Ronaldo scored how many free kicks, but how many has he missed? Yeah. It's probably a ratio of like one to ten. Mm, Maybe yeah. more. I'm probably, I'm probably more. being generous. Probably more, yeah. That doesn't make you a specialist free kick taker. Mm-hmm. Yes, that free kick was fantastic, but what you know, it people, yeah, it doesn't mean you need to yeah. be like, for me, I need to see it consistently, mm-hmm. or at least consistently working the goalkeeper yeah that's when I can say okay yeah. possibly but right, I think maybe we can put him right I'm not think I can't he, no he I'm played, a right back well, he played well in that game and mm. he sort of forgets to top it off so mm. it's kind of like a nice thing yeah. for him yeah. plus no one else played well so yeah. there you go yeah. I mean defence is going to be a hard one centre backs Van Dijk, Van Dijk. Okay, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was brilliant I can't I can't, Dijk, can't show um, you and it, it actually hurts me to say Balogun because they had it easy they had the offence he was, he was good <laughs> He was, good. he was good. <laughs> I, 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 I was good. I was sitting there watching it. You know what? This is easy for you, but at least you're defending well. Yeah. Okay, we'll put him there. It could be easy. You could still play crap. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Left back. Mendy. Yes. Oh, yes. yes oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Free midfield, obviously. David Silva. Yep. Yep. Boy. Jorginho. Uh, no. No. Gwendozi. No. No, he, I think no. he played well. But did he play okay? Yeah, he yeah, played well. Played well. How, did, how did Keita? What about Keita? Keita, yes. No, Keita, 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 Keita wasn't that great. He wasn't that great. Yeah, Dudu had a better weekend than him. Well, he wasn't bad. He yeah. just wasn't, wasn't that Keita, Keita one. But he was... Yeah, but... but no. I think I'll put, I'll put the Corey there. Oh. I think he had a good game. Oh, the Corey. Yeah. Made that great pass to... Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For Troy Deeney's goal. Even mm. I'm, I'm surprised Troy oh, Deeney's still playing games. Pereira. He's got like three goals in two in two games. Which Pereira? Watford one. But oh, this week yeah. he, played, he played okay, but he wasn't the star of Watford. But we can include was. him if you want to. So those two, the Korean Pereira. You yeah. can put those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what is it? Silva, Decore, Pereira. Yeah. Left wing. I want to put Eden Hazard, even though for his cameo. Even for his cameo. Like, oh, he changed the game. He, 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 I know he really, refused, but he refused. <laughs> <laughs> he really, like... He changed it, yeah. yeah he really changed the game. All right, then. I don't know. I'll put... Okay, if I put Hazard and probably Mane on the right, unless oh, we have anybody else that we can put Mane right. wasn't great. He did, yeah, he did. It was a counter attack. It was a counter attack. Yeah, he didn't play that um, Right wing. Right wing. Shoot. Who played right wing for City? Bernardo. Was he great? 6 yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah, I think it's game. Because Aguero's obviously the striker. Yeah, yeah Aguero, yeah, no one displays him. Aguero. Aubameyang? Anybody? No, no he never. We can put Lucas Mora scored a goal. He was trash. Lucas Mora Moore played well. Yeah, Mora played kind of well, actually. Yeah. He's got a nice goal. Yeah. Okay, Mora. Yeah. Okay. And then Aguero, captain up front. Yeah, yeah Aguero. Captain. All right, not a bad team. Not a bad yeah. team at all. We'll leave with just one question. What, what, what I want to ask you <laughs> is... No, oh, it's, it's, it's a serious question. So, obviously, defending has been a key point of, of the, uh, the podcast. So, is the art of defending, like the quality of the players, of the defenders declining? Or has mm-hmm. it become harder knowing that the tackles are going to be penalised a lot more? I'll start. I don't think it is. I think the, the quality is declining because nobody's teaching people the basics of different how to defend. Mm-hmm. What you're having is that at full-back, I think you're, as mentioned before, I think you're having people are not naturally um, right-backs. I think you're having you're yes. having two things, failed wingers mm-hmm. or just athletic players playing wing-back or playing bear and all they do is ask them to bomb on rather than the art of, as a full-back, you need to know how to defend as well mm-hmm. as support the attack so I think everybody loves Ashley Cohen everybody loves Gary Neville exactly so I, think, so I think now we're seeing even at fullbacks we're seeing a decline defenders you're asking defenders now to become more or less central midfielders now so you're not even getting yeah. proper defender you want, they now want a defender that can sort of step out and sort of pass the ball and you know make you know break lines um, through the midfield all the way up front mm-hmm. and so because of that I think now the coaching maybe the coaching chain but now no one's looking for a proper defender they're now looking yeah. for a bit more and because of that 
whenever we see people who can't defend, it's always like, oh, but you know, he can play it from the back as an excuse mm. and no one is holding them accountable. So I think it's declining and I think it could be worrying over the next few years mm. the declining defense. Because honestly, someone asked me this question, how many top defenders could you name? I struggle to even name about six who I could say are really, week in, week really out, top yeah. defenders. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to counter that point though, so when you could name all the top defenders like yeah. your Sol Campbells, your Ferdinand, yeah. Vidic's, Cellini when he was starting out, yeah. uh, to go and I could, I could name everybody. Yeah. Um, they were they were there during a the period of the hearty the hearty tackle. They could go in for a slide if they yeah. won fifty percent of the ball. Yeah. It's going in their favour. Mm. Now you, you you say if if a defender isn't getting getting seventy five percent of the ball, mm. you're gonna be called up for it. You're gonna be giving away yeah, free but, kick. But, but even but, but okay, go sorry. Go I was just gonna say even if you take out the tackle, it doesn't doesn't question positioning. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Huddersfield or like or just basic common sense like the high line for Arsenal, you know, or defenders not being in sync, you know, playing strikers on, tracking on players. sides, yeah, not even tracking players lap um f- um lapse of concentration in crucial moments. You know, when the ball's dancing around in your box and you just, you know what I mean, all of a sudden you just want to stand still or you just yeah. want to turn off or make a risky kick. That's got nothing to do with ta- hard tackling or not, you know what I mean? That's just playing smart, do you know what I mean? So, stuff like that, that's definitely quality. And on the tackling, it's because these guys knew how to time the challenges. If they mm-hmm. went to ground, they had to and it was a reason, it was a reason why and then they made sure they could win the ball. These guys, when they go to ground, like I was saying, like Huddersfield, these guys were just sliding for the sake of sliding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you, you only go to those parks and you have to wet slide. You just mm. want to yeah. slide. Like, it was just silly. It was just sliding everywhere. And these guys, like you said, the position and everything, they had it. Even someone, we, we, like for example, I, I was saying someone, we used to call Rio Ferdinand, probably the best English defender we've seen. For me, he is. But at times... No but, 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 <laughs> 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 I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. But even at times when he was coming up, his concentration wasn't the best. Yeah. But he developed, he mm-hmm. learned. And at some point, even though it wasn't a while United, like against Bellamy, yeah. sometimes he'd be like, bro, what are you doing there? But once <laughs> he was like 30 at the time as well. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you know, he knew how to defend. Mm. A lot of these guys, he's saying that, they're midfielders. They don't know how to defend. You have to learn how to pass now. And when the guys that know how to defend actually defend, we get gassed as if they're the best in the world. Yeah. Think about the best defenders now on the, on the planet. We talk about them. How many of them are actually genuinely phenomenal defenders? Godin. So you got Godin, you got Kalini. You got Godin, you got Kalini, who are pure and they, people call them old school. They're not old school, they just know how to defend. Yeah. They're defenders. <laughs> right? <laughs> Even that in itself, calling defenders that know how to defend old, old school. school. You know what I mean? It's silly. But then you got Boateng. Ah, I prefer not to speak. <laughs> Hummels, <laughs> again, I prefer not to speak. Um, who's next? I don't know. Who, who else? You, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know what? I, company, I, maybe. I, company's a good defender. Mm. I, I, I praise Sir Dramos a lot, right? Because I like I like him. I think, he's a great, I think he's a great defender for me personally. Yeah. But at the same time, I know at times, bruv, this guy is an absolute yeah. disgrace. <laughs> at Leuco Madrid, super, super cop. He yeah, watched yeah, the Costa yeah. run in front of him and tuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> He literally stood there and watched him. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what you're talking about. And then Pope put his hands up. And then put his hands up straight away. Oh, why do you defend it better? But why, why do you stop him from running there? You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So it, it's declined so much and it's so sad to watch, man. Mm. Sorry, so sad to watch. So let's leave it there then. Basil, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at bjacobs 14 um, always tweeting. Catch me on Arsenal match days. You'll see me ranting <laughs> <laughs> about Arsenal throughout the whole match. But yeah, catch me on B at BJ because fourteen. Mm. Eighty, we're gonna find you. Um, eighty, the philosopher. That's on Insta. 
on Twitter. It's spelled with A's, not E's. A's, <laughs> <laughs> not E's. Just like you right now. And there's no R at the end of philosopher in it. Yeah. You'll see me about... I don't even tweet about Arsenal no more because it's just an upset. Up. It's oh too my, painful. It's pain. It's He's pain. actually fed up. I get angry. Watched. Like, honestly, honestly, like last season, the anger. Oh, no. And you're sh- on a sh- YouTube show now, aren't you? Yeah. Well? Oh, yeah. Let me play like, Gut Smoke Gaming. We play FIFA. I'm there Michael's too. on that as well. I don't. Even, I prefer not to talk about my track record. Right <laughs> I'll now. talk about my track record. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, FIFA 19 is coming out. Obviously, I'm going to revolutionise that game, innit? <laughs> and, and, your, and your music. And your music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man makes music as well, innit? Yeah, I forgot about that face. You forgot about that? <laughs> Not yourself, man. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm a rapper as well. 80, 80, that's it. Nice and easy. Got songs out there. And you just find me on Twitter or Instagram, you'll see all of it there. What I'm thinking I'm doing, everything I'm working on. Yeah. Michael, where can it find you? Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, This has been another episode of the Free Podcast. Good night.